honor the word to a very, very, in a very, very high way that it does not matter what we feel. At any given time, the word can still talk to us. Did you hear that? Some people, when they are angry, nothing can talk to them. Now that is alarming. And you're born again? And you say you are full of the Spirit? Is that the Holy Ghost? And you say, I mean, you feel you are exalted above the Scriptures? Which kind of Spirit would that be? Can you call yourself saved? Are you, seriously, how can you be saved? You say you're saved. You pronounce you're saved. You say you are even speaking in tongues. And you say, the scriptures, the word cannot talk to you. Which saved is that one? And which Holy Ghost would that be? Which tongues would you be talking? The word cannot align you. I mean, the word can speak to you and you still cannot hear. And you say you're born of the word. And you look at you and think you're healthy. That's alarming. I told my wife. I say, honey, this is what I want us to be. That no matter what happens, that we will put everything aside and still be able to listen to what the word says. You know what people many times do? It is, ah, the scriptures, until they like something. Or they see something different. Say, so, yeah, I know the scripture says, but do you know what you're talking about? Who is authority in your life? You see you as authority, ultimate authority above the word of God. The Bible says he has exalted his word above the revelation of all his names. That is God. He has put the word above every revelation of him. That's the word. That's how far the word is. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. The word is settled in heaven. It's unchanging. It is settled. What does that mean? It means the word cannot change at any given minute. What it said yesterday, it says today. Are you with me? But you see some people get the scriptures and do what? Twist them to fit their lifestyle. What is that? You have gone off. You see, there is a very, you, you, you see, I, I told you the example of uh, Janus. What happens? The guys, the Egyptians, they resisted, they were withstanding the truth. It's truth. That, that stuff was a hand of God. But they are proving something else. By showing us stuff. Now, when we talk about discernment, discernment above discerning wrong and good, huh? goes to another level of discerning, knowing what is good from what seems good. You see, many times you discover you won't need a lot of discernment when it's wrong and good. You will know this is wrong. But what seems good, you need discernment. And guess what? This is where many people have missed it. 
They knew the bad, except that which seemed good. It seemed good, I tell you. He's speaking in tongues, Lord. <laughs> what is it? Even the height. God, I, you, you remember when I prayed? I believe this is it. And guess what? Let me tell you something. Some people have even prayed for God's confirmation. And they came back and saying, Yeah, the Lord spoke. And it is not God at all. It is their heads. Well, because the thing is this. If you think about something for a long time, do you know what is going to happen? You will dream it. You will. Whether you like it or not. No, you don't. If you want to, when we talk about creaming your dreams, you want to change your dreams, begin to change what you think before you sleep. You get it? You want to change to change the kind of dreams you get. Before you sleep, think on something so much and continue doing it. You'll begin to dream the same things. So someone says, I even received a confirmation in a dream. I saw us on top of the mountain. And then there was a, a, a man in a white garment and was holding her hands like this. I believe that was God. <laughs> joking. You don't know how far your imagination can go. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. Uh, the word of God says something. He said that there was a man who came. Was this man who came to... to this guy was... <laughs> You know, when you're a pastor, you get an opportunity of hearing many things. So he says, this man came to him. He was asking him, he was saying, Sir, there is, I'm in love. In love with what? She's a married woman, but their marriage is not working out. <laughs> I'm asking God. I'm speaking to God. I know God is going to permit it. Sir, this is it. He says, don't be stupid. God will not hear anything. He will not, never answer that. Someone is married. He says, but they are struggled. <laughs> it's like the other woman I had. Uh, the other woman I had that she was praying. She said that while she was is it praying and what God showed her vision that Kenneth Copeland was her husband. So she went into prayer and fasting, praying for Gloria to die. <laughs> So that she may receive. <laughs> you remember, you know, you know these things, these titles. Penina must die. Huh? <laughs> Are you with me? Penina must die. Rakataka, ribabaya, must die. Fire. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you with me? Now, what was the cause? They listened to their feelings. When they saw the man of God preaching, the way he was moving, to them they were not hearing the word. They were seeing if we were standing on that pulpit together. If I was the one being introduced like that one. Are you with me? And later, on they are sleeping, they see. <laughs> what is it? It is the devil just picked on your pictures. And put on that flesh and came. And you're saying, 
It's like someone who says, you see, you're submitted to a man of God. Like now, you're under this action, you're submitted here. And then after you have gotten, you see you have seen someone, you go to another man of God. The man of God tells you, yeah, I saw. When you were coming in like this, are you with me? When you were coming in like this, I just saw uh, a picture. Both of you were holding the Bible like this. And then you were on top of the globe. You say this one is a true prophet. Can you imagine? My man of God was saying it's not true. Now the question you have to ask yourself is this. Where you assigned, was this man sent to you? Haven't you read it in the scriptures? You see, the scriptures were written for our learning. Do you remember the time when a lying spirit fell on the prophets? And they all prophesied a lie except one man. You think it's the first? What about this young prophet who was given a message by God and God told him don't eat on the way are you with me so while he was moving he found the old prophet on the way he said come and we eat the guy said the Lord told me not to eat on the way and the guy said the Lord is telling me you should eat and what happens They went and ate. And guess what? After eating, do you know what happens? The Spirit of God came to the old prophet. And he prophesied to him. And said, because you disobeyed, now you will not return. That was now God talking. Are you with me? And yet the other time they took, what what happened? They just looked at the appearance. Yard. This one is a prophet. It seems like this and this. Was he sent to you? And guess what? Do you know when people go searching for prophets? It's when they are doing wrong. They are searching for backup. Anybody who can accept and agree with their nonsense, they will match up. That's the reason why. No, check out. People that are off. That are doing something wrong. Do you know the people they go to? Those that seem not so established, they know now, when you come to this one and tell him, you see, yeah, I was like this, but the man of God told me this. Why? Because they have already judged, this one will not back the man of God. Why? They have already seen, and this one, his stand is shaky. They are searching for backup in their wickedness. And what happens? They go. You see, the man of God See, yeah, I was even, and, 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 and guess another thing they say. Now, when they are talking, they are saying, you see, I hear people are saying, many of the members are saying, which many? You are the only one. Are you with me? But what is it? Searching for backup to support their wicked ideas. And at the end, let me tell you something. Watch, watch. This is written. Now, we will go another time. We will talk about Absalom. Are you with me? 
an example the Bible tells us not to at any time emulate. He's a man that stood up against his father. Stood up against his father. And made a conspiracy organized to take over his father. His father had to run out of the palace. The guy was willing to kill his father. Because he wanted power. Such out such characters. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. But you see, these ones express the unsaved man. Glory to God. Now you see, the Bible still shows us different things. Amen. There is another character the Bible tells us not to emulate. Now concerning bitterness and hatred. The Bible says, 1 John chapter 3 verse 12, it says. 1 John chapter 3 verse 12. It says, Not as Cain, who was of that weak eye. Can you imagine? My goodness. Think about it. God is witnessing of a man. He says, not of Cain, who was of that wicked one. Over which wicked one now? Are you with me? And slew his brother. And wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. Do you see? Bitterness. Bitterness and hatred. Now, Cain was an expression of the kind. Praise the Lord Jesus. Bitterness. He came in to kill his brother. And he shows us why. You see, some people attack. You see, uh, 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 when we talk about persecution, some people think that persecution you're going to find is just the, the unsaved. So when they find the fire in the house, other Christians attacking them, they feel so bad. Don't feel bad. We're on different levels. Some are still okay with the devil. They can, eat you, they can give him room. And they eat and dine with him. And what happens? Why did Cain kill his brother? He showed us. Why? Because of his own evil. His works were evil. His works were evil. Now the Bible shows you the behind the scenes. And his brothers were righteous. Envy. Huh? Why is he? Why is she? Huh? And so what happens? Someone thinks, now let me spoil their name. Maybe, let me just... So what happens? They are searching out to this. So let me tell you something. I learned this from the Spirit, from, from my man of God. He said something years ago that changed my perspective and my life big time. He said something. He said, let me tell you. He says, you cannot spoil my name. You get it? You cannot spoil my name. Why? Because you didn't give me any. And then at the same time, I don't have a name. The name that you hear about is Jesus who gave it to me. You all know me because Jesus introduced me to you. Now I don't have a name to protect. Well, you find some people are, are busy fighting for the name. I'm not fighting for any name. 
He that comes against this name is... Think about it. Why should I fight? For the name? Did you give it to me? Is there any man who has given me the name? Can you imagine? All of you. You're saying, now you have come to know Pastor Emma. Why? Because of Jesus. You didn't know Pastor Emma because of certain things. You have known Pastor Emma because of Jesus. That you have come and to serve and you're serving because of Jesus. Now can you destroy the name of Pastor Emma? Don't be deceived. Pastor Emma didn't make himself. It's Jesus. But that's where many people miss it from. Praise the Lord. But you see the scriptures give us many other examples. Praise the Lord. Many other examples. He goes on and on and on. And then there is even this other example. I think we will be ending now. Ah, of false teaching. Now, Jezebel. You have heard of Jezebel? <laughs> Let's go. Revelation chapter, 20, chapter 2 verse 20. Are you with me? He says, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against you. Because you suffers, you, you suffereth, because thou suffereth, suffereth that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess. Did you hear that? Imagine Jezebel. She calls herself a prophetess to teach. And to seduce my servants to commit fornication. And to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Now Jezebel is a false teaching. Are you with me? Is seducing my servants. You get it? To teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication. Now fornication... Fornication here is not talking now here. This is, uh, uh, you know, uh, parabolic. It's not just talking of just going and committing fornication, but it's eating everywhere. There's a Jezebel who is telling you, no, no, you can eat from anywhere. All of us, there are some people with bigger revelations. Me, I found a man of God. Ah, this man of God. What is it? Jezebel's spirit is come in, gripped in with a wrong teaching. And what is he doing? He's seducing the servants. What is he bringing in return? Division of mind. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, these things are written to the church. Do you understand? Are not written to the unborn again. It's written to the church. Praise the Lord. So, we must watch out not to mirror such folks. Do you understand? You must watch out so that you don't express such, folk, uh, su such people. Are we together? Now, when strife and division occurs within the local church, we see such Old Testament examples of godless men in manifestation. Do you understand? The people that are driving such are 
expressing the Old Testament ungodly men. Praise the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 11 verse 18. Now, solution. Praise the Lord. You see, Now, this is what the church is meant for. Are we together? First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 18. Are we there? It says, for first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. Do you understand? You come together in the church. So what is the church meant for? It's not divisions among us. First Corinthians 14, verse 26. Are you there? Now, this is what it's meant for. Edification. The divisions are not supposed to be among us. Are we together? Indifferences. Why would there be an indifference? Are we together? Canality. Look at what he says. This is the purpose of the church. Look. You see here. He says, How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you have a psalm, have a doctrine, have a tongue, have a revelation, have an interpretation. Praise the Lord. Let all things be done, what? Unto edifying. That's the purpose for our gathering. It is to edify each other, not to pull a brick. Are we together? Now, as a child of God, you should watch out for such. Praise the Lord. Do you know what he's telling us now? This is what the scriptures are telling you to do. As a minister, as a leader, this is what the scriptures are telling you. This is an instruction for you. In order for you to escape such things, you must follow the scriptures. Are we together? First Timothy chapter 4 verse 13. You're supposed to uphold. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you there? What is he saying? Mm. 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 Are you with me? Do you see what he's telling us to go for? Praise the Lord Jesus. He tells us to uphold the teaching. The word is supposed to be taught rightly. And upheld. Praise the Lord. I'm going to stop here today. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to go further into this to show us other things. But, now, what do you do? The word still shows us and we are going to learn these things. Praise the Lord. We are going to teach and we will learn these things. And we will walk by them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. On Sunday morning, I will still continue with this. Praise the Lord. So even uh, those of you that are leading the branches, make sure you tune in. Amen. But now, when you find such, watch for yourself. When these are expressions dangerous to put up with. 
Are we together? Dangerous. Praise the Lord. If you sow it in your life, allow the word, the word to correct you. Humble yourself under the teaching of the Spirit. Humble yourself. Are we together? But if you found someone bringing division, are we together? Bringing division. The way the Bible tells you to deal with those that teach against the doctrine, it says, pull from them. Have no fellowship with them. Least you participate in their sin. God is not a God of this order. He says, he who is not with me is against me. And he who gathers not with me scatters. Now when you find a man who is scattering what God is gathering, you have found a devil. That is a devil. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Some people might think maybe it's, uh, I didn't mean it. I meant it. It's a devil. You remember how Jesus dealt with Peter? What do you mean by Satan? Satan is not that someone has a horn and what and what. It is, he said, he said to, he said to Peter, Peter stood up, Peter, after receiving prophecy. <laughs> I told you, Satan has relatives. So if you know his relatives, you know when he's trying to come in. He told Peter, get you behind. He was not talking to Peter, he was talking to Satan. But did Satan come with the horns? He was talking to one guy who has just received the prophecy. On this rock shall I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail over it. Immediately, he tuned in. He heard Jesus is saying, I'm going to die, I'm going. And then I will die, they will kill me. He says, with that promise you have just given. <laughs> Are you with me? With the promise. It's Jesus who had just given this. He said, on this rock shall I build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail over it. And now after that, he's telling them, I'm going to Jerusalem and I'll be killed. The Bible says, Peter took him aside. And began to rebuke him. <laughs> Why did he feel that high? He had just received prophecy. <laughs> so now we think he can correct he can correct his master. Let me tell you something. I learned this. It is a havoc, it's a distraction, it is a disaster. When a student begins to teach his teacher, if you are ever a student and you feel you have gone to a level of correcting your teacher, you have gone off. It is a worse and alarming state. When we come into godliness, there is order. Do you understand? I asked you one time, I said, when the Holy Ghost came, are you with me? Who stood out to talk? Wasn't it Peter? Why didn't the rest communicate? Were they not with Jesus? You think they didn't know the scriptures? Among them was Matthew. Among them was John. Among them was uh, Mark. Do you understand? All these guys that walked with Jesus were present. Why didn't they come 
after the teaching, Peter has told and says, yeah, yes sir, just like he has said, I have something to add. You see? You think they didn't know what to talk? Some people think because they have mouths, you have to talk. Yeah, and you see, that is an expression of immaturity. Because if you have not yet learned what to talk and what not to talk, you are expressing the babyish grounds. Do you know how babies... I told told, her, we went with one of the young men. I was introducing him to a certain uh, friend of mine to help him. And while... This uh, friend of mine was talking to him. I was telling him, and this is everywhere. He told him, I've dealt with many people. That love come, they come like they want to learn. When they learn two, three things, they become big. Now you tell them, do like this. They say, but I think it's better this way. What has happened? Now they have grown. They have become big. They cannot listen to advice anymore. Destruction, dangerous. I said, they are trying to prove a point. Now, if you find, if at any point, someone, you come to prove a point, that is an expression of immaturity. Do you understand? It is a, it is a babyish expression. There are babies that, do you know when a baby, when, now, when we are at home, you are at home and the TV is not on. And there is silence in the house. You will find you are asking, Where is Rema? Is Rema, where are my children? I will be asking. Where are the children? Well, because they cannot be that silent. <laughs> children don't do meditation. They don't. The moment you hear that silence, you just know they are dealing with something that is dangerous. Children don't keep quiet. Children love attention. If they don't have it, in any way they will do something. So when you find them quiet, you know. They may be on electric things. They may be breaking something that it has taken their attention. They are trying to break. And what are they trying to break? Oh, they are trying to hit something. So when they are quiet is when you have to watch a lot. When they are shouting, you know it's okay. Well, you can monitor them, you know. That shouting is okay, it's still okay. <laughs> but when you hear them shouting, you say, Hey, don't, don't, don't pull out this. You're, now you run. Why? Because you know the children by their voices. Ah, I spoke something big there. Did you hear that? You know the children by what? Their voices. The voices express what they are doing. When you grow, do you understand what I'm saying? When you grow up, this is why maturity is expressed in humility. 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 When a man grows up, he becomes humble. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Now, if you find a mature man, it's always, when you come in like this, there's something wrong. Shouting. Hey, now, and that's the kind of person you say, What is this? <laughs> they are always. 
Praise the Lord. Now, when you get these things and learn of them, allow the word, allow the word to live its lifestyle in you. There you know yourself. I tell you guys, you are blessed to hear these things. Some of us didn't receive the opportunity. We just learned them. The spirit had to teach. Uh, you have gone like this and then he sits you down. He says this and this and this. But now what happens? You don't need to try and error. You don't need. You just need to follow the directions of the word. And what happens? You shine. It means now you have moved forward. The days have been summarized. Are we together? You are set on the course you must follow. Follow the direction and leading of the Spirit. Paul speaks and says, I do not want to go beyond my lane. There are patterns, there are lane. Which one do you fall in? Don't try. Let me tell you something. There are people, all of us are preachers, are teaching the word. Isn't it so? You remember what I told you here? I said you grew up at home. Why weren't you accepted to go and eat from the neighbors? Maybe there are some of you, it was okay. You just go everywhere. This neighborhood today, lunch here. And then they call you for lunch. I've just eaten. Eaten from where? From Mama Gundi. Is that, is that how you grew up? Now, when they refused you to eat from the neighborhood... Was that, were they implying that the neighbors were cooking poison? Huh? Or the food that they were cooking could not, you would, if you ate it, you would die. Is that what they are implying? No. No. You cannot grow on neighbors' food. It does not matter which kind of food it is. And the danger of eating at the neighbors is this. After you have eaten from the neighbor, you come at home demanding the meat you ate from the neighbor. Thinking that the neighbors always eat meat. You don't know why they cooked meat. So now you're saying, but, but uh, you see, we want, we want some meat now. You remember, you remember that, that kind of voice? You remember it? We saw it in the wilderness. He said, we are there, this manna, manna, we want the, the garlic. <laughs> they are remembering the, the garlic of the Egyptians. What is it? What caused it? They were what we call the mixed multitude. They are men that were not Israelites. They came from different places. They are the ones that brought grumblings. And destruction fell on the children of God because they were listening to the wrong people. Don't try Settle with what God has given you. It is what you need to live a healthy Christian life. Amen. Don't be everywhere. It's a sign of immaturity. I remember, you know, you know when I was younger, uh, me, I could not settle at home. I, I do know, sitting at home, it was as though, you know, <laughs> Mama Yagambanga, well, it's as though where you're seated is burning. You want to move here, and then the other side, and then the other side. But now, I'm grown. 
Are you with me? I'm grown, for real. I'm grown. I can be at home the entire year without going outside. I just love being there in my own place, alone. I love it. Praise the Lord. Come on, face. Hey, yeah, you, you love it. Me, I love the other. Continue, no problem. <laughs> Me, I love the being everywhere. <laughs> no problem. It's still, there are levels. You get it? At one point, you will still have to settle down. <laughs> but you can continue. The, 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 the only issue is this. Where are you heading? You get it? So, the reason I'm telling you that is because I'm set on the course that I must follow. I see the future clear. Do you know I have people that tell me, ah, when you will come to town, I need to meet you, sir. When are you coming to town? I say, town? I don't know. What am I going to do in town? And there was a time when there's no one day I did not go to town. No one day I could not go to town. To do what? I was not doing business. I just went to town. Whether I had transport to bring me back or not. It seemed there was something with me and town. So I could go. And then I had a friend. You just go and sit there all day. And go back at night. I could not, I could not be at home. Or anywhere. I could not. But now. I told you the other time is when I realized that the, even the total, the total that was, it's, I realized it before I went to Zimbabwe, right? When we went, we went to town. It's when I realized, okay, I, he was saying, I, I, I was calling him because he had passed somewhere, I was somewhere. And I'm like, ah, where should we meet in town? He says, me, I was, I was thinking of telling him maybe around total. He says, uh, he said something about where, uh, you know, that place where Toto used to be. I did not get that. But I ignored it. I didn't know which Toto he was talking about. So I said, maybe we'll meet here. But now, while I was walking there, I saw there was a building. I said, ah. <laughs> I have taken long. But there was a time when every me I was in town. Verse 8, when I was a child, I thought as a child. I acted as a child. But when I grew up, I put aside childish things. Now I move with purpose. Praise the Lord. I know you might love town, no problem. But the question is, how is town connected to your destiny? You get it? So it's, it's, it's better to summarize your time than wasting time. Because at the end of the day, you are going to work 40 years in a place where you had to work 40 days. Do you see? And in that process of 40 years, you might not survive the desert. And so what happens? You did not enter. <laughs> so why waste time? Are you with me? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Take, take the wisdom that comes to you. Become wise and walk rightly. Is that clear? Amen. Certain things are not worth. They are not. Amen. You have learned. You are not like those that don't know a thing. Say, ah, 
But me, I feel like I want to go. Man of God. Man of God, yeah, I know. I know. But today there is nothing. There is nothing I'm doing at home. I just want to go. What are you going to do? <laughs> the praise the Lord Jesus. <laughs> there are those that are that that stay that stay that have stayed <laughs> that have stayed with me. And what happens? I teach you. I show you the path. But you see what happens. There are certain things people cannot see. It is later, later after they are they are growing, they have grown a little, and now they are seeing. Oh, this is what it meant. Like, where are you going? Why are you going? You get it? So someone who thinks they are mature. Do you know what they think they are mature? They say, uh-uh. Where, where, where should you ask me where I'm going? So they think that, why should you ask me is mature. They think that going wherever you want, huh? at any time you want, is mature. It is babyish. Let me tell you, it is babyish. Before I go out, my wife knows where I'm going. You think I'm a baby? Is she the head? I'm mature. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm mature. And someone thinks, why? I remember when I was a kid. I thought, these guys that were telling me, I thought, they think in Dimana Moto. I'm a child, but I'm saying, they think I'm a child. I'm grown up too. I wanted them to know. Someone, someone once said, in the name of Kimolalu. Aloza mwemwe namwe namwe balalu, yeye mulamu. Some people use that kind of mind. They say, this one does not understand what he's talking about. So they think they are the first ones. Why should you waste time? Why should you first go and knock after it has hurt so much? You come back and say, sir, what did you say the other time? <laughs> Do you see prodigal son kind? You hit? Why? Don't waste time. The future is bright. Stand up on your feet. Have you been blessed?